I pulled you close Just to let you go We built our love Just to watch it fall You gave me joy Now I feel nothing at all Is my heart made of stone? Or are we drifting apart? The sting of October snow Of October snow Is drifting Evan Ben How are we are we ready to go? Are we fired up? I think we're in the mood. Yeah. Uh, for, for those of you who aren't in Minnesota, uh, we, we just got a bunch of snow here. So it's great. Big fan. I'm pretty sad right now. That wasn't a great choice. I thought at the I thought I thought in the moment I was like, oh, it'd be funny to play the song called October Snow. Yeah. In, but now I'm just in really case, in case you were looking for a podcast to like cheer you up or something. Uh, sorry, you, you picked the wrong. Now thing. I'm just now I'm just sad. And I, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to switch gears quick. I'm trying to, yeah. I'm trying to get my game face on. Trying to get ready to go. Well, um, you know what'll cheer you up, Ben? Uh, talking about fantasy football. Ooh, so nice. Let's talk about. <laughs> was that a good segue? That was a good segue. Is that how to do it in the business? Um, yeah. So, so it was a week. Um, honestly, pretty low scoring week. I think this is like the lowest scoring one we've had. This week this sucked. Year. This week sucked. It was major like, chode. For it, unless you were Ryan, uh, you were probably pretty bad this week. <laughs> yeah. So unless you were the team in last place, it was bad. Uh, should we talk about Ryan's game first? I, Let's just not talk about my game. First on my queue. All right, we don't talk about mine either. Yeah. Short pod. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. First game. Let's talk about uh, Ryan beat the absolute shit out of Tom. <laughs> More than double this score. Uh, Ryan 139, Tom 61. Uh, let's talk about Ryan's team because it was good. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get one. I'm trying to get the classic one tab open with the, uh, with the matchup and one tab open with like the current mm-hmm. roster because yeah, well, cause Yahoo's annoying. Derrick Henry is good. That that's one of the major things we need to know for Ryan's team. Deshaun Watson is also, as it turns out, good. Uh, so those two guys who were in the same game outscored Tom's team by like 10 points. Nice. It's <laughs> uh, 38 points for Derrick Henry, 260 yards for him. Uh, that, that's good. It's a good game. He got 14 points out of the Giants defense, which is a great pretty season. Pretty savage. Yeah. They got a touchdown. It, it turns out if you have a defense that is playing any team in the NFC East, even if it's an NFC East defense, you should do it. Uh, that's not a bad. That's not a bad uh, strategy to have. And actually, the Giants' defense hasn't been that bad fantasy wise. They've had they had one really bad game against the Giants, and every other time they've scored at least four points. They've been double digits a couple weeks in a row now. Mm-hmm. So Giants' defense, kind of a thing. They got the Eagles this week. The Eagles are always yeah. turning the ball over. Yeah, so. big big win. Big win from for, for Ryan though. Um, last week he took the L because he was in Arizona or whatever. Wasn't yeah. paying attention. Got went down to one and four. That's almost a death now, as we know in the business. One and uh, four is tough. Um, and and he really needed the win this week. Coming back from one and five, I don't know. I don't know if you can do it. It's, I don't know if you. Can, so, but now Ryan finds himself at the t- with this high scoring week. Finds himself at the top of the two and four, the four two and four <laughs> sides. Is he uh, really? <laughs> yeah, he's in tenth. That's great. 
Um, so that it took him up to oh by a lot too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It turns out to be two and four. You probably didn't score that many points. Yeah, so Ryan's scoring one hundred and forty in one a week. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I mean, but I mean, if you think about it, like with the glut of teams at three and three, like oh yeah, depending on how it shakes out, like like not if, far back. Like yeah. if Ryan can, who does Ryan? Play? I wonder who Ryan plays next week or this week. I mean, Ryan plays. Ryan this week plays Tony. Which is Ooh, that's an easy. That's a that's, that you gotta get you gotta get that win if you're Ryan. Yeah, good opportunity. For um, him. so Ryan can get up to three and four and right yeah. back right back in it. I'm guessing Ryan is pretty happy about Debo Samuel being back and healthy. Uh, Samuel had six catches, sixty six yards, and a touchdown this week. Um, that's good to see having him back. He missed the first few games with injury and then was kind of not very good for a couple weeks there, but. Uh, because that Ryan's team has definitely dealt with some injuries, and he's got just kind of a lot of like guys who aren't available on his bench. So having any guy back and putting up twelve points is well, yeah. And useful. and I think we we were, we understated Chase Claypool a little bit. Like that was <laughs> that was a big. He he followed up his monster four touchdown game two weeks ago with a, another solid yeah seventy four yards in a row. I think he I'm, had like a jet sweep or something. Yeah, too. I'm still not entirely sure about Chase Claypool as like a weekly start kind of thing especially once uh Deontay Johnson is back for the Steelers just because I mean like if he's their third receiver and I don't think the Steelers are gonna pass like a ton then I don't know if there's like consistent volume here for Claypool and like he's just not going to be this efficient on a touch-by-touch basis like no one is so we'll see I mean it'll be interesting they have Tennessee this week and then Baltimore the week after so yeah um, I'll be interested to see like one because Juju's a free agent in the off season, is he um, really? He wants all this. He, he wants that He wants a bunch of money. Yeah. Um, obviously, the Steelers are going to let him walk. They don't need. They don't have to pay him. Um, so we'll 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 see we'll see if Claypool like if he's the wide receiver two on the Steelers next year. Like I could see him getting drafted pretty high. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, we'll see how the rest of this year goes. We got a long ways to go here. I saw this thing a few weeks ago about like how crazy. The um, the Steelers are developing wide receivers like oh, it, yeah. like obviously like Antonio Brown, um, Martavis Bryant, uh, Emmanuel Sanders, uh, Mike Wallace, Chase Claypool, Juju. These guys are Heinz all. Ward. J- J- well, I don't know what 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 pit, what round Heinz Ward was, yeah. but J- like James Watt, all of these guys outside the first round, mm-hmm. no, like none of these guys like Heinz like, Ward third round. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that was the same yeah. regime. Probably I know, that was pro- the coward years for sure. So, um, but like in the Tomlin era, like Antonio Brown, Martavis Bryant, Emmanuel Sanders, Juju, Mike Wallace, like James Washington could be. The jury's still kind of out on James Washington. Deontay Johnson looks like a solid mm-hmm. receiver. Like the Steelers just have something with wide receiver scouting and development. It's yeah. crazy. Like the well, only guy they've missed on is like. Uh, who did I trade Tom a few years ago? I, Sammy Coates. Sammy Coates. Sammy Coates was like a second round pick, and that's like the only guy I can think of that they like missed on. Yeah, he was a third rounder. Like, yeah, they are. They they. I'm gonna. I'm just. Well, gonna, I mean, it helps when you have a good offensive infrastructure. I mean, like you have, you know, Ben Roethlisberger is going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback, and they've had good running backs for a lot of that time. You know, like the. Getting back to, like, even, like, Jerome Bettis, like, Willie Parker, like, uh, on up to Le'Veon, obviously, and now with James Conner. Like, that offense has just been good for such a long time that it's, you know, it's a bit easier if you have that many other good players around you to 
to get good. Yeah. To get guys to produce as, as young wide receivers. Dude, when you just said Willie Parker, that just, like, took me back. <laughs> like, just, like... I loved Willie Parker. That just, like... I, that was, like, Ben 1.0 football fan. Like, when I, when I was in middle school, like, I was pretty yeah. into, like, keeping up with the NFL. And then once I got into, like, high school... Like, the, like, four-year stretch of high school and, like, the two years of college before we started the fantasy. Like, I, I didn't pay the attention to the NFL at all, mm-hmm. so... When I hear Willie Parker, it's yeah. like Willie Parker's peak, two thousand five to two thousand seven. Yeah. So, oh. Yeah, that's, that's oh, prime. oh man. Uh, yeah. Willie Parker Ben was undrafted, and then he put up three consecutive years of more than twelve hundred yards. <laughs> <laughs> like that's incredible. Uh, he was a very good player. Um, okay, let's move on to Tom. Reminds story. me. Rem, rem, reminds me of Mostert. Like how Mostert's yeah. like Mostert's like this insane player, and the NFL scouting infrastructure just like yeah. totally missed him. Mm. Um, all right, let's move. I think it's important to give a little shine to the team that finishes first with the highest. You know, Ryan had yeah. a big week. We haven't talked about Ryan a lot. because This is Ryan's first time getting the weekly bonus, too. So. Ever? Yeah, yeah. Ooh. I went and looked it up. There are only, like, three teams that haven't gotten it yet. Um, who are, so the, other, who are the last three? Um, give me one second to find this. Ben, uh, ban for a little bit. Oh, here we are. All right, so, okay, there are four teams that have never won the weekly bonus. Uh, so this is last year and so far this year. They are Quinn, Andrew, Ethan, and Tony. So kind of humorously, Quinn and Ethan are the top two teams in the league right now. And Andrew is, I think, the highest scoring team. Yeah. And none of those three have ever won the weekly bonus. And Tony. So uh, the last two weeks we've had Joe and Ryan win their very first weekly bonuses. So nice. Uh, it's been exciting. Yeah, I think it's good. I think it's good when we uh, we we gas up the people who who do well. I, I think Ryan's team usually kind of sucks. So <laughs> that's good that we give them give them a little give them a little light. Um, Tom's team. Speaking of teams that kind of suck. Uh yeah. It's, it wasn't a great it's week. Been a for rough Tom. road for Tom. I so he he tried to do the you know what was probably the right move and tested out Andy Dalton as a straight Dak Prescott replacement after Dak was injured. Uh, it didn't really work out. I, I, I think I think it's easy to hindsight bias that, but I think going into it, like Arizona is like a That's what I'm saying. It wasn't necessarily a yeah. bad choice, but yeah. I would be worried about the long-term feasibility of Andy Dalton as a starting oh, fantasy yeah. quarterback, for sure. Yeah, uh, Ryan, or, uh, Tom, if you need a, like a quarterback, like maybe like a guy like Ryan Tannehill, um, look up who like has Ryan Tannehill. And, I, I and, can see what you're doing here, Ben, but who on Tom's team do you want to trade Ryan Tannehill for? That's actually a good question, and I was thinking about that after Dak got hurt. And <laughs> the only guy I could think of that would maybe work is Darius Slayton. And then I was like, I don't want to trade yeah. Tannehill for Darius Slayton because right. yeah, I have like four wide receivers that I would always start ahead of him. Yeah, Tom's uh, team is interesting because he does have Aaron Jones and Chris, Chris Carson. Car- yeah. Who are obviously too valuable to trade for like a non Mahomes quarterback. Tom and I Tom and I never do like one for one anyway. So <laughs> yeah. what this trade would have to be is like I package Tannehill with someone uh-huh. for Jones or Carson. So yeah. like but like not Jones. Like it'd have to be Yeah, I I Carson. guess so if if we're if we're thinking as Tom here and we're like, how am I gonna turn this around and get to the playoffs when really the only two uh, reasonable guys on this team are Jones and Carson. I will say T.J. Hawkinson has been fine at tight end, so you're probably okay not touching that. But otherwise, like he needs help everywhere pretty much. Do you think the best thing he could do would basically be try to get rid of both Jones and Carson in two-for-ones and just like fill out a starting lineup 
with like reasonable guys because I think both Jones and Carson have a lot of trade value, right? If you can get yeah. two starting caliber guys for either of those guys, that would be really helpful for Tom's team. He has so little depth in his starting lineup. Yeah, I would probably if I'm Tom, like I would probably try to hang on to Aaron Jones. Yeah, just because like. At the end of the day, like, you're trying to win. Like, it's <laughs> so, like, I would probably trade Carson. So, like, Tom, trade me Carson uh, for, like, Tannehill and someone. And I think that would help him out. Yeah, um, it would definitely help. would improve two spots. Um, I do want to – we should shout out Tom for uh, what looks like a pretty good trade right now. Uh, last week he traded Zach Ertz to Henry for Christian Kirk. Uh, Christian yeah. Kirk put up 20 points and Zach Ertz got put on IR. So, <laughs> so it worked out well for, for Tom. Uh, I think I probably would have rather had the Henry side of that deal when it happened just a week ago. So. Well, Henry just needed a one week. Like, like yeah. I'm not like, – like, Henry is not looking at this trade and being like, fuck. No. You know, yeah. like, like, especially because Kirk, he, Kirk he, scored 20 points, but he only had three targets. So he picked, like so, he, so Henry picked up Kirk off waivers. Hmm. And then yeah. I, I slash we berated Zach Ertz last week on the pod, just tanked his trade value. Oof. So, so Henry essentially like picked up Zach Ertz off waivers. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Started him for a week because he has Waller, I think. Uh, yeah, he does. And so, like, now he's just going to drop. He did, yeah. 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 All right. Uh, did we have anything else on Tom's team? Um, uh, Tom dropped T.Y. Hilton this morning. Ooh, yeah. Let's that pour was... one out for T.Y. Uh, you know, I don't want to speak for you, Ben, but T.Y. has been one of my favorite players for, you know, a long time. He's a fast guy. It's always good to see him running around, catching, like, 60-yard touchdowns. But it, it hasn't been happening this year. It is. It is sad. Like, it's in the same in the same kind of vein as Zacher. It's like it's sad when you have a guy who's been a somewhat relevant. Well, Ertz has been like more relevant since the origin of the league than Hilton. Yeah. Uh, but like Hilton, still, it's just sad when you have a you know. It's just sad when you have a guy who is just you know you gotta just throw him in the in the in the garbage heap. You know, it's just it's just yeah. it's just sad. I, Evan and I were texting texting. I was texting Evan. I was like I was like, you think Tom's gonna drop Hilton off on waivers this week. We were kind of going back and forth. We we're like, yeah, like who else does Tom have at wide? But it's like, but it's like it, you could, you could spin it either way. Like, like Hilton has been bad, but also like Tom's other options are kind of bad. Yeah. But like I, Hilton is going on by this week. So honestly, if Tom wants to get Hilton back, he will probably be able to next week. Yeah. That's the so. thing. Are you, are you going to keep, that was kind of why I dropped Dobbins was, was like I, I'm like am I trying to hold Dobbins through the bye and I was like no uh and so I think yeah I think I think Tom I like I like the boldness I like yeah. the boldness of just sometimes you gotta be willing to let go yeah, yeah. I think I think it, he I think he waited the right amount of time like I think yeah. I think waiting until he gave it a shot give a shot you have the bye week like he Hilton has not been doing it you have the bye week to pivot like holding Hilton through the bye if you're holding, if you hold Hilton through the bye, like, you're in it for the long haul. <laughs> yeah, you're good. You, you know, like, I think, so I think, I think Tom, I, I respect it. And I will not be picking up T.Y. Hilton. <laughs> Neither will I. Uh, Tom, you can have that. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Uh, let's, let's keep it rolling here. Let's move on to our next game. Uh, we've got Henry versus Quinn. Uh, this is a big win for Henry and Quinn's first loss. So Henry, 103, Quinn, 61. 
I uh, like the name change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Quinn's team name had been not a fraud, and now it's a fraud. A fraud, question mark. Question mark. Yeah, yeah that was pretty... Uh, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I had a good I chuckle. Quinn tapping himself on the chest. Being like, yeah, that wasn't great. Uh, yeah, 61 points for Quinn. Not ideal. I like that. I liked how Ethan and Quinn almost made it to the undefe- uh, undefeated matchup. Yeah, we, would, we could have had two 6-0 teams. Instead, we've got two 5-1 teams. That's still pretty good. Um, but uh, not quite the matchup that we were hoping for, for sure. They were almost there. They were so close. All right. Uh, Henry's team, let's see what's going on here. I think Henry has got to be pretty encouraged by the game that Clyde Edwards-Alaire had yeah. on Monday afternoon football. Man, he looked good. Yeah, right. Oh, he looked great. Uh, like he, what did he average, like eight yards a carry or something? I, don't know. Um, I saw most rushes in an Andy Reid game ever. Yeah, he had 26 carries. Yeah. And especially coming off the news that uh, Le'Veon Bell is joining the Chiefs, right? Because I, I think a lot of... Edwards Hilaire owners were like running around with their heads cut off, like, I don't know what we're doing. Go, like, goal line is gonna be yeah, like, Bell. It, it, is Bell gonna get half of the work? Because that yeah. makes Edwards Hilaire, like, obviously not worth nearly what Henry paid for him. Right? Edwards like, E. Lair. I'm going with Hilaire. <laughs> I think that's, I think it's a good in between. You took French, so you would. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how a French person would pronounce it. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, so I think that's encouraging. I honestly think that. Edwards Alaire is going to get the majority of the work, even with Bell. Around. Yeah, I think I think you make a really good point. Uh, if I'm seeing the Bell news, I want a huge game out of Edwards Alaire to yeah. get the get the get the management, get the coaching staff. Like they're not like Bell is the backup, right? And if, but if if Edwards Alaire had struggled against mm-hmm. the Bills, you know maybe it's a 50-50 split, maybe it's a seventy thirty split. But I don't, I don't think Bell is. I mean, why would you not? Give it to Edward Solaire. Yeah, like, right. Unless it's like unless it's like third and short or something, or you know, I I think Edward Solaire is definitely the guy right now. Mm-hmm. Um, also, shout out Dolphins defense pitching a shutout against the Jets. Nice. Uh, that was big for Henry. One yeah. last thing about Hilaire, though, something yeah, I wasn't yeah. well, something I wasn't really thinking about because I was so laser focused on Kelsey uh, Monday night was when they got in the red zone, like how involved. Edwards Alaire was like inside mm-hmm. the 10 because I remember reading some stuff like over the last couple weeks about how he like wasn't getting a lot of opportunity like inside the five inside the 10. Well, he had just not capitalized on anything. Down yeah, there. so maybe like maybe Bell, I guess that's the one risk yeah, still that's what with, you worry about. but he wasn't like he wasn't getting opportunities before, mm-hmm. so it's like I don't really know if if you're a, if you're a if you're a Henry, like I don't know if you're that upset if Bell gets like goal line stuff because like Edward Tor wasn't getting it anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, I don't know. Anyway, all right. What were you saying? Uh, the Dolphins defense pitched a shutout. That's all I have to say. Yeah, and then that. and then Fitz, Fitzpatrick got benched. Yeah, that's poor one out. Yeah, that makes that makes me very. It's very bittersweet, right? Because like I think that's probably the last we've seen of Fitzpatrick. God, this episode's so sad. <laughs> yeah, we it's, like, it's like winter outside. <laughs> we're like sitting here. We're like, playing. We're playing sad intro music. Yeah, right. Zacharitz is dead. Ty Hilton is dead. Yeah, uh, Fitzpatrick God, definitely dead. This is a tough episode. This is the, this is kind of the week. I feel like when you get to this part of the season, you definitely like lose hope. On certain players, oh yeah, like, well, no, like shit like, is like, getting real, right? When, it, when you're when you get to like week six, seven, like you could have you can have denial through like four or five weeks, yeah. But then once the bye weeks start coming, and you're like, "Am I hanging on to Ty?" Yeah, it's, it's like <laughs> it's time to take a long look at your team in the mirror and be like, "It's time." And uh, apparently, for Brian Flores, the Dolphins head coach, it was also that time. Uh, he benched Fitzpatrick for Tua, yeah. um, which I'm excited. Well, about. so they have a bye. They have a bye this yeah, week, right? right? Yeah. yeah. 
I think I, I like it. I think I in similar vein to Tom being bold with just dropping Ty. I think it's I I, I like just using the bye, just going to Tua, not waiting for. Fitzpatrick to have an imploded inferno yeah. of a game, right? Like I think, it, let Fitzpatrick end on a high note. We all can just like <laughs> we can all just like hope and wish for what would have been. Yeah, uh, and, and yeah, I agree that it's good to it's good to like not wait until you have an emergency to toss two way in, right? Yeah, but like you, like it's good to do it as you plan. Yeah, and, and not be reactive and not as like a backup. Plan, yeah, you know? yeah. Now now Tua has two weeks to prepare for the Rams. Right, right. right. And, I will say, just I and the Dolphins' schedule, uh, weeks 11, 12, 13, they have Broncos, Jets, Bengals. That, to me, seems like a really obvious, like, easy landing place if they wanted to wait a few more weeks. But I definitely understand why they want to do it during the bye. I think ideal scenario is Tua is shaky. And then we yeah, get... And then, back. so instead of, instead of, like, if how the timing is going to work, instead of Fitzpatrick, like having a shitty game like week nine mm-hmm. and then we get Tua and Tua gets those that stretch of games. Now we get Tua earlier mm-hmm. and then Tua what if Tua just sucks? Then we're gonna get Fitzpatrick back for those uh what'd you say? Broncos Jets Broncos Jets Bengals. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah I, I this is what this is what we want. This, yeah. If you're if, it, if you're playing 4D chess, this is what you want for <laughs> Fitzpatrick. Uh Alright, well hopefully we'll see him back. I'm not counting on it, but we might get there. Um, you're definitely, if you're Henry, uh, you're a little disappointed with the Madison performance, but... Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, I mean, the when they the Vikings got behind early by so many... Yeah, fuck I mean, that They weren't going to give Madison that many uh, carries. I actually, I don't think we've talked about him yet this year. I want to talk a little bit about Will Fuller being really good. Like, so Will Fuller, first off, has only missed one game, which wow. is pretty fantastic for Will Fuller. Uh, and also, he scored touchdowns in four straight and had over 50 yards in every game he's played this year. God, this is such classic Will Fuller. So, like, is Will Fuller consistent and healthy now? Maybe. <laughs> Are we going back to old Will Fuller where he gets one or two touchdowns every game? <laughs> As it turns out. Yeah. Uh, so, that's got to be exciting for Henry. Uh, really kind of rounding out that wide receiver group there because Henry only has three wide receivers. Uh, be pretty good for him if Fuller can uh, Yeah, I'm trying to good. see... Because Yahoo is shitty and lists all the players as a rank of all players, I'm trying to yeah. I'm trying to see. Uh, I'm just gonna filter out wide receivers, all players, wide receivers. Um, Adam Thielen is wide receiver one. Damn, nice. <laughs> Yeah, now we're gonna get into the bye weeks though, and so like guys, yeah, are, right. guys it's, it's, it's gonna be skewed. And Fuller did miss that one game. Well, Will Fuller is wide receiver nine. Wow, that's with a game missed too. Yeah, yeah. that's that's pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean he scored over eleven points every game he's played. So Chase Claypool, wide receiver eight. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> off of like two games. Justin Jefferson, wide receiver uh, five. Yeah, fair. All right, uh, we want to move on to Quinn's team. Can we, can we just... Adam Thielen is wide receiver one. Can we just, like... <laughs> Adam Thielen is good. People forget. Um, People do forget. All right. All right. Yeah, I'm done with this. Rough just... rough week for Quinn. Uh, first loss for him. Only 61 points. Uh, where do we start here? What was the what was the squeakiest wheel? What, what went wrong on Quinn's team? Yeah. Uh, Mike Evans only having 10 yards in his Quinn's team debut. I thought you had Mike Evans. I did. Until I traded him to Quinn. For who? Who did you get again? <laughs> I got Christian McCaffrey. Oh yeah, and Cooper Cup, and Quinn got Mike Evans and Michael Thomas. Uh, it was funny. So McCaffrey and Thomas from that deal, neither of them played this week. They're both injured. Um, 
I guess Thomas is on by. Well. <laughs> and, and then Evan scores one point and Cup e- scores Evan's, one point. Evan scores one point. Cup scored one point one. So I think Ooh, I did think, Evan win the trade? I think I have won this deal. I I've currently gotten uh, the the benefit from this deal more than Quinn has one tenth of a point more. So that's nice. That one point one points from Cooper Cup was really great. Well, Quinn me. got. Speaking of one point one, that's what Quinn got from Lavisca Chenault. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've shared my LaVisca Chenault thoughts on this podcast, I think. I, I don't think Chenault can be trusted on a week-to-week basis. Like, I just don't think there's volume there uh, for, like, that kind of player and that kind of offense. So, I, like, I'm not shocked that he's putting up one point occasionally, you know? Like, he's going to have weeks where he's fine. But I don't think there's, like, a huge um, ceiling for guys like Chenault either. I think in this league... I think I think LaVisca Chenault is worth rostering. Oh, yeah. But I don't think he's worth... St- I think Quinn should definitely start T. Higgins. Yeah, I mean, T. Higgins is moving into every week's start yeah. territory now. Because he, yeah, he's putting up consistent numbers, getting a lot of volume. You know, he's averaging, it looks like, about eight targets a game. Uh, so I would imagine he'll, he'll pretty much be in Quinn's lineup going forward here. Yeah. Before this week, it was a little... They had very similar... Uh, like, if you just ignored week six... They have Chenault and T. Higgins have pretty similar performances. Um, but yeah, T. Higgins is kind of separating himself. But that, but yeah, pretty soon he's going to get Michael Thomas back, and that's going to be whatever. Um, I think we should also note that uh, Quinn chose the wrong tight end, technically. He cost himself about a point by picking John o. Smith instead of Robert Tanyan. So is Quinn still the tight end whisperer? I was going to ask that same thing when I saw Jonu Smith's uh, stat line. That's a tough one. 13 yards for Jonu. Uh, everyone... Well, no, that's weird. Yeah, I don't know. That's odd because the Titans scored 42 points, but yeah. Smith did next to nothing. I think that's always going to be a concern he, for somebody like John He Smith. looks like he exited with injury. Oh. Because the other tight end, Anthony Ferkser, Ferkser, got 113 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> what? <laughs> so. <laughs> it yeah. sounds like, though, Jonu might play this week. So. Did someone pick up Ferkser? I'm guessing. Somebody did this morning, yeah. That's classic chasing. Classic chasing the points. Yeah. Oh, Quint Quinn picked up Ferg, sir. <laughs> Tight end whisperer. I mean, we can't argue with did that. Did he drop? Did he drop Dick Tanyan? No. Why do we keep calling him Dick Tanyan? His name is not Richard. Or not Dick. What? What? <laughs> Bob. Bob. Bob Tanyan. Bob Tanya, yeah. Is yeah. that where we're going? I always forget how those nicknames work. <laughs> yeah. So now Quinn has. Yeah, he dropped Tanyan for Ferg, sir. Okay. Which. Is, was, wait, Tanyan is available. Uh, well, he's on waivers probably now. Interesting. Yeah, that was a little bit of a desperate move from Quinn. Interesting. Can you say hashtag desperate? Quinn is the tight end whisperer, though, so I can't, I can't really uh, complain about that. All right. Uh, I heard a... So, uh, this... I heard a... I was on TikTok the other day, and uh, when you're talking about, like... When you were just talking about, like, tight end whisperer, it makes me think of, like, like, just, like, crazy, uh, like like, mythological shit, like, you know, whispering to, like, the, the spirits and stuff, uh-huh. and, and, uh, someone called, someone referred to God as Sky Daddy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> All that's right. To- uh, that's totally unrelated, but that's, that's with, with that, that's the, ca- that's the kind of content you get from, uh, from Hype Train. All right, let, let's, let's keep it moving here, Ben. I, I get the feeling we're, we've been a little, a little slow today. Uh, well, to be fair... Diversions to, about Willie Parker and, and Sky Dad here. <laughs> to, to be fair, it's a sad day. This yeah. does, it deserves kind of a slow, <laughs> slow moving 
right. The next game we've got is Jay versus Connor. Jay uh, crawls back to 500. He started out 1-3, and three, but he's at 3-3 three and three now uh, with a 90-81 to 81 win over Connor. Yeah. Um, two and four. I, I take it all back when I was talking about panicking on Jay, with Jay's team. Jay's, do, <laughs> Jay's doing all right. Jay kept... Jay, Jay uh, righted the ship. He stayed the course. And and the thing is, he did it this week without Tyreek and Juju, basically. Like, those two guys scored three points combined. Uh, but Kenny Drake had a great week. Keelan Cole, Tim Patrick. I mean, Matt I mean Drake's back. Drake Drake has been the difference. Like these last these last two weeks. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like the first month of the season, Drake was ass, and now he's been good the last couple weeks. And wasn't yeah. Edmonds really good last week? Uh, yeah, Edmonds was very good in week five. Let's see. So, oh, because the Cardinals played the Jets last week and the Cowboys this week. Yeah, that. Uh, this is this is a blip. Uh, <laughs> I'm still panicking. If I, I I'm not Jay. This is this is the most hollow three and three team I've ever seen. I mean, I think if you look at Ken and Drake though, like Drake had been struggling through like four weeks, but he was getting looks right. Like he's getting a yeah. lot of carries. He had 20 carries against the Cowboys on Monday night. Like, you know, he's gonna get opportunities in this offense. That means you probably don't want to be starting both him and his backup. Like Jay's yeah. currently mostly doing. Uh, but but I mean, like they're. There's definitely an avenue where Kenyon Drake is going to kind of write the ship a little bit here and be, like, a pretty useful run yeah. back, right? Yeah, I, I also really like the Tim Patrick pickup. I was uh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I was keeping an eye on, on him um, because Noah Fant was out um, last week, mm-hmm. or this, this past week. Um, I, because DJ Chark was kind of questionable... Yeah. I was getting ready to pivot to Tim Patrick if I had to, but I didn't want to do it uh, like too because I like just I don't have that many I don't want to have more receivers, <laughs> uh, and so but then eventually it was like a couple hours before Chark was, well actually I'm trying it doesn't matter but uh, I was keeping an eye on Tim Patrick Jay scooped him up Chark was active anyway, uh, but. I definitely would like to have Tim Patrick right now. Yeah, Patrick is at multiple games of 100 yards uh, now, which, like, I don't... It doesn't seem like a Broncos wide receiver should be doing that on a week-to-week basis, but, I mean, he did it against the Pats this week. The uh, the first game was against the Jets, which, you know, minor league football doesn't count. Mm -hmm. Uh, They'll play the Chiefs this week. I'll be interested to see how that offense does. I would imagine they'll be passing a lot. Because uh-huh. that game probably is going to yeah. be out of hand. Relatively I feel like he's but... had different quarterbacks for some of these. Didn't oh yeah, because because this is Locke's first game back. So that his first hundred yard game was with like Brett Rippin or whoever the hell they were starting yeah. then. And then you know this one was with Drew Locke, so uh, definitely encouraging to see him kind of. Yeah, Chiefs Chargers these next two weeks. Those will be some tough matchups for yeah. Tim Patrick. But uh, but Jay's also got Deontay Johnson on the bench. He's got Mike Williams on the bench, or not Deontay Johnson. No, it no is one, he has two other D Johnsons. But not Deion. This is Dearness Johnson. Dearness, like, and he's got Duke. Okay, yeah, I take it back. <laughs> we um, talked about this. It's really, ju- it's really just Mike Williams on the bench that yeah. I think he might be a sneaky, a sneaky play later in the year. But yeah, the rest of Jay's bench is trash. Is that fair? I don't know. Uh, I think there are guys. I, well, okay, I'm, yeah. I'm I, so I am tired of Cam Akers. Can we stop talking about Cam Akers? I think I think you got to write out that I don't know what Sean McVay is doing with this backfield. I have no clue, but Cam Akers might be involved eventually. <laughs> and I think Evan, he didn't given have, what's on the way. Evan, he didn't have any touches, but he had ten touches the week before. Okay, yeah. I don't know how it works. I'm not I, necessarily in this in a 14 team league with the running backs that are available. Yeah. I'm not necessarily saying you drop Cam Akers. 
But I'm saying, yeah, you kind of think about it. It's not, it's not giving you value right now. Yeah, I, I, I just it yeah. might later. It's yeah. just, it, I'm not, I'm not saying Jay isn't trying. Jay pick, Jay had the savvy Tim Patrick pickup, but this bench, it's tough. It's tough if you're Jay. I do think it's time to cut bait on Anthony Miller. Uh, I think it was time like two weeks ago. Yeah, also like it's definitely time. I will also say I was wrong about Dearness Johnson. <laughs> you win some, you lose some. I really thought that he would. Uh, with Nick Chubb out, I was like, "Ooh, Dearness Johnson. He looked really good." For, yeah, for the record, I was I was right on this. So, hey. I just like to say that not only because because Ben, I, I I accept that you were wrong, and that's that's good to hear. But also, I want to say that I actually had the opposite opinion. So that's fair. I Sometimes, so, Evan, I like I know that I'm going to get got, but I know I'm going to get mine more than I get got, though. There you go. know, nice. All right, uh, let's talk about Connor's team. Uh, he put up 81 points, so it's like a pretty like average standard week. So I don't know if there's going to be that much interesting. Ronald Jones is good. I guess we have to say that. Like ever since Fournette got hurt in like week two, Ronald Jones has looked very good. Um, I think he's the only player this year that's had three straight hundred yard games. Sounds about right. Yeah. Um, I think I read that. Yeah, he's been playing pretty well. I mean, like that offense has looked uh, pretty darn good for like most of the season now. So I think I'd be pretty encouraged with that. Yeah, I started um, I started Madison over Ronald Jones in my flex in my other league, and I thoroughly regretted it. Ronald Jones is a fifth round pick. That's that's looking like pretty good value uh, for Connor, who autographed his team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you never, you didn't really know. Like, I think we can yeah. safely say Fournette is the backup now, right? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would certainly expect that Jones keeps the majority of the work, and it is. Just a question of how much is it, right? Is it eighty percent or is it sixty percent kind of thing? I think he's. I think I bet Arians will ride with him, but it's like it only takes Jones like fumbling it. Yeah, right. Arians to... doesn't seem to like Jones very much. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see if that has changed, given that he's been playing so well. But who knows? Yeah, I think. I think you just ride it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, why did Gasicki have? Was Gasicki hurt? He's Mike Kosicki. Sometimes he failed to catch targets. So. Well, this guy, fucking, well, so this guy I, fucking murdered me when I played Connor, and now he <laughs> do, now he doesn't have. This is a, fuck Connor's team. Kosicki uh, has like a hundred yards well, so a I week mean, ago, think, and now he does. Let me let me let I'm me. I'm guessing wait. part of part of the thing was that they didn't allow any points in this game, so I think they threw like twenty passes or something. <laughs> but they had to get to twenty four somehow. I don't know. Yeah, that's not even that many points. <laughs> I'm just triggered. I'm just triggered that he didn't have any points, and he had like a hundred yards last week. Fuck Connor. Connor always Connor is just like my Achilles heel in this league. He oh I like I was texting about how like Connor he like got me in the one eight matchup a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. He ended my undefeated season and now my team's on a two game losing streak. And I th- I vaguely remember I vaguely remember when I hated Theo Riddick for a long time. I vaguely remember it being because Theo Riddick was on Connor's team. Wasn't there a Chris Thompson thing too? Wasn't that was that Connor's team? Maybe. I, Connor just always guides me. He's your kryptonite. Yeah. It's frustrating. It's a matchup problem. I will do everything I can uh, later in the season, like the last couple weeks of the regular season. I will tank to avoid a first-round matchup with Connor if it, if it, if, I like it. If, it, if it comes to that. I like it. Well, Connor's only 2-4, and four, so you might not even have to worry about it. It might just not make the playoffs. So um, I, will, I will trade half of my team to whoever plays Connor in Week 13 <laughs> to keep Connor out of the playoffs. I like it. I like it. All right. Um, you want to go Andrew Ethan? Uh, yeah, sure. 
right. Uh, Ethan, Ethan changed his name again to something weird. Yeah, it's got like... Ethan, this is too many emojis. Yeah, Ethan, can we figure this it out? This is like 15 emojis. They're all just kind of vaguely nature-themed. So, so before, like a few weeks ago when we were complaining about not everyone having changed their team names, like that was annoying when like people just had like the, you know, like... Yeah, Joe's cool Joe's team. Joe's cool team. Whatever. But like, this is like too far on the other end. Yeah. You know, this is... We don't, we don't need this. No. no. Um, if I can't read it like as words, then I don't want to... Well, I'm in the matchup and so... I see the first like ten emojis for yeah. Ethan, and then it's an ellipsis, yeah, which means it's literally too which mean which means there are more emojis <laughs> that like just no one can see. Uh, it's yeah. dis- it's a disappointing move from Ethan because he is five and one, like his team is playing well, and you want to give him kudos, but like I don't know what to call his team. It's just Ethan's team. Yeah, uh, it's terrible branding. Uh, it's it's frustrating from a marketing perspective. You have this great product that you want to promote and. You're just making it really difficult. Yeah. So figure it out. Well, so Ethan did take the L in this one. Uh, drops to five and one. Andrew up to four and two. Uh, Andrew ninety six. Ethan seventy four. So Andrew, <laughs> uh, let, let's talk about Andrew's decision uh, to intentionally play Melvin Gordon, oh who was sick and did not play in his game. Andrew decides to leave him in the lineup. Not even like bench him. Just leave him in. I think it's entirely possible that Andrew just forgot and then rationalized it afterwards. Uh, I think your friend, I think you I think you, your addiction was incorrect um, because you used the verb decided, um, <laughs> and Andrew did not decide to leave Melvin Gordon in. He was forced to mm-hmm. leave Melvin Gordon in. He had no choice um, given this superstar laden roster. Um, he could not afford to to drop anyone or trade anyone. Um, it, it was Andrew was just had his hand forced in a very difficult position that no fantasy manager has ever found themselves in before. Um, it's a truly, it's a truly incredible, um, dilemma of epic proportions that I think we should give Andrew the benefit of the doubt here. It, it's funny cause, cause you're, you're kind of sarcastically hinting at like Andrew being mad about this and it seemed like he was just fine with it and he, he just rolled with it. Like he didn't I, care. <laughs> I am. I am. I. I was not mad about the decision itself. I was. I was infuriated at how, uh, how confident Andrew was that this was the only course of action. So that's what I was so mad about. So just to give an overview here, so Andrew was was. Uh, in in some respects, forced into playing Melvin Gordon because he has. On his bench, three guys who were on by, Dalvin Cook, who was injured, and uh, a second quarterback. So, obviously, he could have traded or released any one of those people um, and picked up another running back, but he chose not to. Left Gordon in, put up zero points, still won the game by over 20, and put up 96 points. So, I think karma will come all the way back around if Andrew misses out on, like, a playoff spot or playoff seating or something by, like, four points, uh, <laughs> which he could have gotten by picking up another running back. But, you know, it worked out this week. Uh, it's not what I would have recommended to just voluntarily put, put a zero in your starting lineup. But uh, there it is. It worked out. It certainly helps when Justin Jefferson puts up 30 and Kyler Murray puts up 29. He got lucky. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't think there's any way around it. Like, but this is fantasy, right? There's yeah. luck all over the place. I know, place, I know. So. But, like, you know. <laughs> Trey Burton put up 18. Like, what? <laughs> like, 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 Ethan, like, this, like, Ethan... Like, Andrew, I mean, that I understand that fantasy is luck, but, like, 
Andrew had like a fine week, just buoyed by having a couple of guys go off and that like aren't like Kyler is like your stud. Like you could have ex- reasonably expected 28 from Kyler, but like you're not expecting 30 from Jefferson and you're not expecting 18 from Trey Burton. Um, everyone else was pretty disappointing <laughs> yeah, that's on the team. Um, so I, I think it's, it's one of those things where I, my thing with Andrew is that we've been telling him for weeks to, to, to <laughs> through the pod, through, through, the, through this podcast that he listens to, to, to trade Cam Newton or Kyler Murray. And if he had been looking at his bye weeks, he could have very easily avoided this situation. Like I have Mark Ingram on bye this week. And like I, so like I, when I, before I had, like, I've been planning like my running back stuff. Like you, you, you need to like plan these things. Like you need to look in your buys, like a, like a couple weeks away and see like, Oh, how do I need to adjust? Right. And I get, and I get that you, and I get that with Gordon, it was kind of like a late onset illness thing, but, uh, I, I have no, I'm, or, or, or just like drop Jared Cook. I mean, it wouldn't have. Jared. I mean, I don't think anyone ever wants to drop a tight end in this league. I would have probably dropped Ruggs if it were me, but drop someone. Yeah, right. I don't. Like, I, 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 you know, it worked out. Uh, yeah, it did work out, which is uh, which is upsetting. Uh, I'm not yeah. that. I'm not that worried about it to be honest. Like it not only worked out. It like, like he put up 96 points. Like it's fine, you know. Anyways. No, Evan, what I'm saying is that just because it worked out doesn't mean it was the right decision. Oh, it was clearly not the right decision. But I don't think we should, I don't think we should like clutch our pearls about it, you know? I think, I think if... I, th- if I think this was, do it, I, I, I don't think, I Evan, you, Evan, you're a stats person. Like, this was so objectively the wrong thing to do. I, I don't know. But I, what if he wanted to keep all of these bench players and he didn't feel that he could get good trade value for someone on short notice? Evan, you play to win the game. Well, I don't know, but he's, you play to win the championship then. You don't play to necessarily win in week six. Going into this game, Andrew is 3-2. and two. It's not like he's 6-0 and oh, or 5-0 oh or whatever. If he thinks that keeping all these guys is going to help him win a championship, then I can't really dispute that, you know? He left one of his running back slots open. Just totally open. It's not what I would do. Just from his own volition. But it worked out. So It did work out. And we've been complaining about the running back waiver wire. Like, to be honest, like a lot of those guys are going to put up like two points, so... I that's why I was saying like trade for someone like I don't know like you don't need Cam like yeah. trade him I don't know I will say that e- Cam's Ethan's trade value is not where it was three weeks ago <laughs> and well so Ethan made Ethan made the good point of in the group chat of he should have just left the, left the slot open yeah I, and, I definitely and, agree with that. and if he had needed someone Sunday night Monday night I don't know who then he, he could have put someone in so yeah. I'm trying to think well so Tony has Dura Williams that wouldn't have worked. Um, yeah, right. That's the kind of yeah, thing where he, he might be picking up like a point or two. Who played? It's who, like hardly even. Who played right. Sunday night? Uh, Rams and Niners. Yeah, like there's no one. He could have picked. No, nah. He could have picked up. He if he needed the points, he would have picked up Jamichael Hasty, and he yeah, would have. But he, he wouldn't have done that because nobody knew who he was. No, but he would have been the only one available though. Like <laughs> did if, he have like, any carries before? But no, but 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 I mean, if he needs the points. Or no, he would have picked up Malcolm Brown. Is what he would have done. Yeah. What 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 did Malcolm Brown? I actually didn't release him until Sunday, so he wouldn't have been available. Oh, he wouldn't have been available. I I'm fine with this move by Andrew. He would I, have no Evan. I I, I don't I, I don't see how that this would how that you're not on my side on this. This is I don't necessarily say I'm not saying that I agree with it. I I'm just saying that I'm fine with it. I'm not like offended by it. 
I, what I'm saying is that you shouldn't be fine with it. You're a statistics person. You should not be fine with this decision. All right. Uh, let's talk about Ethan's team. I just, I also just wanted to drag on that because Andrew always whines about us not talking about his team enough, and so I wanted to, I wanted to keep talking about his team. All right. Uh, Ethan's team first loss. Uh, Rip. Not a great week for him. Um, I don't know what went wrong. So Zeke, Zeke went wrong. Yeah. Zeke had two fumbles. It was sad. Oh, rip. Yeah, Zeke putting up four On points. back-to-back drives. It was bad. Yeah, that's not great. Um, game script obviously not working out there. Roethlisberger only put up 11 in a game that they scored 38 points. Uh, they just got ahead too early, and then Roethlisberger stopped passing. Yeah, this um, the Cardinals-Cowboys game, watching the first quarter was like the one of the most – Fresh, like every, it was. I think the whole first quarter was three and outs. Yeah, I definitely and didn't mind that. I didn't see this. Like Dal- Dalton was bad. Kyler just kept missing. Like I needed, I was, I needed Hopkins to have a good game, and Kyler just like kept missing every throw, and I was just like, this game sucks. So I turned it off, and thankfully never turned it back on. <laughs> yeah. Um. Ethan's team. Yeah. Roethlisberger, like you said, they got up too much too early. Um. Yeah. Just. Just an overall bad week for Ethan. Yeah, uh, it was just, just a bunch of guys just having every, kind of subpar Just everyone was bad. Yeah. like Not Robin, a lot of touchdowns to go around. Robinson had one of his worst games of the year. Odell Beckham had one of his worst games. Um, what happened to the Browns, man? That's crazy. So the Browns, the Browns were playing well when they were playing bad teams, but they played two games against good teams this year, and they lost them by thirty-two and thirty-one points. I wonder so. what the I wonder what the record for the Steelers is against the Browns since we started jizzing about how good the Browns are. Four zero, probably. Yeah, right? it is. Uh, I mean, the Steelers never lose to the Browns, so um, I love the Steelers. There's such a there's I love it when like sports teams match like the brand of the city and like the yeah. Steelers they just fit Pittsburgh so well and Tom and like Tomlin fits that yeah he's like a, he's like a he's like a hard nosed guy and but also like a he's in, like a players coach we should have got imagine if the Vikings hadn't been stupid and let Tomlin go <laughs> rip yeah rip. all right um. Why did Ethan pick up Equinemius St. Brown? It was, I liked it. Did you not follow this? Like, was, it, was it only because Joe, Joe mentioned yeah. his name in the group chat and Ethan was like, I'm going to pick up this guy who hasn't played this year and isn't very good? I think so. I, but I also like it. I think it was... <laughs> such a weird move. That's exactly... When Joe said uh, that, I was like, I hope someone does this. Yeah, and then he, Ethan did. He so. did get two targets. He didn't catch either of them. But um, he was, he, he was he releasing that? Is he still on his roster? Oh, let me see. <laughs> I, I'm very baffled by that pickup. I like it. It's like, what is the upside here? Just wait, like, another week or two. It's fine. Devontae um, Adams might get hurt again. You never know. <laughs> Maybe. Let's see if... Uh... Yeah, still, still rostered. Still rostered. All right. Uh, we're rolling with the Equinemius St. Brown train. Uh, he, he does increase the, the, good, the number of good names on this roster, for sure. Yeah. Best name in the NFL. Yeah, if I'm Ethan... Uh... I'm definitely, like, a little nervous about Preston Williams but because of the quarterback change, but... Yeah, I mean, he wasn't doing very much anyways, <laughs> so... Wasn't he? I thought he was doing okay. I mean, not, not in yardage. He does have three touchdowns, but oh, okay. he only has one game above 50 yards, so... Yeah, um, I, th- I think it's all upside for Williams with switching quarterbacks, so... Okay, what is Ethan in points scored? 558, how does that make him 
I think he's only kind of middle of the pack. He's been a little bit lucky to be five and one for sure. Yeah, he's like sixth in points scored. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which isn't bad, but yeah. All right. Um. Next game. Yeah. All right. Uh. Next game is Tim versus Tony. Uh. Tim won this one, one hundred and nine to sixty nine. Nice. Moves to three and three. Tony's at one and five. Uh. In dead last. Um, Big so, win for Tim. Tim needed that. Yeah, I mean, you need to beat Tony when you play Tony. <laughs> when right? you, losing, losing to Tony is such a big disadvantage. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Tim, I think Tim. all of Tim's worries about his team from earlier in the year should be gone by now. Like, he's been playing pretty well for like... Tim is 500. Several weeks. Remember now? when Tim was 0-3 and yeah, yeah. He, he was like the roof is falling. He was like and, freaking out at 0-2. And, and it was like Tim, just call me. And that, I think I said, I think I, I think I said something like, "You can go zero and three, and then go three and zero. Yeah, and then and then uh, and then he did. I'm Nostradamus. <laughs> um, yeah. So Julio Jones is back. Uh, he even scored two touchdowns, which yeah. doesn't happen very often for Julio Jones. Uh, so I was trying to buy low on Julio. I for, I forget if it was in this league or my other league or both. Probably both. Yeah, uh, I was really trying to buy low, buy low on Julio because I really felt it coming, and uh, it came. Yeah, uh, AJ Brown is back too, I'm playing pretty well. He also had two touchdowns. Um, I mean, I think a big part of the reason why Tim was probably concerned about his team early on was that Julio and Brown were both hurt, and now that they're both back, like that, that's helpful. It's, it's good helpful. to have good it's, players who are healthy. It's like two two uh, very good wide receivers. Yeah, I mean, Tim's team did it this week without Russell Wilson too, which has been a big reason why his team has been good. Um, you know. DeAndre Swift, look at that, man. Oh, yeah. That's pretty impressive. I've been seeing, like, fantasy writers have been saying for weeks that Swift was going to take... It was only a matter of time for Swift to take over the backfield in Detroit. Uh, But didn't Peterson also have a good game? uh, Yeah, so the the Lions went for, like, 250 rushing yards against the Jags. (laughs) (laughs) So Swift had 116 and two touchdowns himself. Uh, I mean, 14 carries was more than he'd had... In his first four games combined. Because I remember so. we were looking at Quinn's team. We didn't mention it, but but Peterson had like 14 for Quinn in his yeah, flex he had, or something. Yeah, a bunch of points. But so. yeah, I would be pretty encouraged about Swift's involvement there. And I think, you know, he's a rookie just like as they get more comfortable with him. You know, this was a game coming out of the bye. So it was clear that they trusted him a little more after that. So I think that's definitely a good sign for Tim. Uh, some added depth there for sure because he's pretty thin at running back. He's been starting Daryl Henderson, which has been going fairly well. Uh but like we were talking about with the Rams backfield, like can you really trust it? Yeah. Um, CD Lamb, it's tough. It's a tough break for uh, for Tim that CD Lamb is uh, has Andy Dalton throwing him the ball now. Yeah, that's not great. Um, yeah, like like we talked about, there there's some hope that Andy Dalton would be okay <laughs> and would be like you know a rough pro- proximity of uh, um, Dak Prescott. I don't think I don't think that's gonna happen. Lamb did see ten targets from Dalton though, uh, which is definitely encouraging. I was really hoping Andy Dalton would have a good week. I, I think that I think the narrative is funny. I was reading I, I was reading this article and they were talking about how like ever it's like uh it's like posh to be like pro Andy. This is like going into the week before we knew that he sucked. <laughs> yeah. uh, but like everyone was like we. Oof. Andy Dalton could have the same mediocre performance that he like. We all hated him when he was starting for the Bengals because he was mediocre. Yeah. But just like because the context has shifted and like now he's like the underdog backup, like trying to take over. He could have like the same like eighteen for twenty seven for like two hundred and thirty yards and a touchdown and a pick, and everyone's yeah. like, "Wow, look at this guy! Like he's he's so great." Yeah. Well, um, I saw people pointing out too that Dalton 
was pretty good in Cincinnati when all of his weapons were healthy. Like, he had that one year where he was, like, really good when it was, like, everyone was around. Uh, and, like, you know, the Cowboys' offense is obviously very good. Um, so there was some hope for that. And, you know, there's still a chance. I think, you know, I certainly wouldn't bury CeeDee Lamb just yet. Uh, I think you just have to tamp, tamp, damper, tamper, temper your ex- temper? Tampon. Tam- temper your expectations for uh, CeeDee Lamb probably. Right? Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, uh, something quick about Tony's team. Do we have anything? You're not going to say it, Evan. What? Come on. Gronk! <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, I don't know. You're, Evan, I you're, feel like, Ben, you've ascribed this like, super anti-Gronk no, thing to me. And I, I, you're, Evan, you, I, I, Evan, I'm, Evan, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I, I'm always the one when, 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 when Gronk does something good... I'm always the one that's got to bring I, it up. I, I will point out that, that Gronk Evan, has not really done anything good until this weekend. Evan, you, Evan <laughs> like had, every Evan, week you're hyping up like, oh, Gronk got 40 yards this Evan, week. Evan, he had 80 yards and a touchdown yeah, this, this week. This week was quite it's, good. But you, I, didn't, you didn't even want to mention it. I'm just saying, well, not especially. like 80 uh, yards and a touchdown from a tight end, Gronk. You didn't even want to bring that up. There you go. 80, Cause it, 80 cause yards it hurts, Because it hurts your credibility. I, I, I honestly don't know if I was ever that anti-Gronk. I... I I, I, like, you think that I've staked out that position, but, like, I don't, like, I'm not in love with Gronk as a fantasy option this year, but I don't I'm think just he's, like, a, a terrible player. We were just talking I about... I like Gronk. I'm rooting for I him. I just want to say, I just want to draw a parallel where we were just talking about Dearness Johnson, and I was, I was explicitly, you know, transparent with, like, you know, I was wrong about Dearness Johnson, and then you were like, I was right about Dearness Johnson, and then I was like, I'm going to get mine more than I get got, and, like... Now we talk about Gronk, and you just you just ignore it. And I'm just, you know, Evan, we got to have better journalistic integrity than this. To That's be it. honest, e- even if I did take a strongly anti-Gronk position, which I don't really think was the case. You did. Strongly anti-Gronk. Listen to, listen to the tape. All right. Uh, I don't think this disproves it, to be honest. It's one good week. I'll need to see a little bit more out of him. Uh, but we'll see going forward. He certainly looked like old Gronk, which is good. Uh, we'll see. All right. On to uh, on to Tony's team. Yeah. This will be, be a quick one. I want to say, yeah, I'm going to find one, <laughs> one thing to say about Tony's team. I will say, I, I laughed at Tony for starting both Le'Veon Bell and Daryl Williams. The Le'Veon Bell thing was funny because Bell wasn't going to play this week. Like, he yeah. was ineligible to play this week because of COVID protocols. Uh, the Daryl Williams thing was funny is because he's the Chiefs' backup and he had seen, like, 10 carries total in the first five games. But Williams scored a touchdown and put up 10 points. Yeah, so, which was uh, which was which was which was tough when you needed uh that's pretty me cool to have a and Daryl no. Williams is getting involved, uh Demarcus <laughs> Demarcus Robinson's right getting involved and yeah. oh, well. Cole is nowhere to be found. Uh I guess I will say one other thing. Uh AJ Green had ninety six yards, so is ah. AJ Green back? Probably not. <laughs> I will say AJ Green less back than Gronk. Ooh. <laughs> do we want to have our, in our who's back power ranking? Do we want to have number 1? Do we want do we want to have a bet rest of rest of season fantasy points AJ Green Gronk? Ooh, I like that. I'll take Green. I assume that's what you Yeah. Would. I'll take Green. 5 bucks. Yeah. All right. Uh I know cool. you do, you don't bet over $5. Yeah, I do. I want I just won $20 on it. I don't want I don't I don't okay. you like several weeks ago. I was All right, you call my bluff. I don't want to I don't want to bet more than $5 on yeah, this. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. <laughs> Neither of us are that happy with this bet. All right. Uh you got anything else on Tony? Uh I'm trying to remember when Oh, well, Chiefs Bills were Monday night. Yeah, Monday afternoon. Monday afternoon, excuse you. Yeah, Tony probably should have pivoted. I've been I've been I've been uh he had I've been I've been, been given Tony uh 
some uh, some 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 slack here. I've been cutting him more slack than most in the in the league, but uh, he definitely should have. Yeah, it's like Tony Tony is setting his lineup this year, but he's not making any of the necessary waiver moves. Like Michael Pittman is on IR and he's sitting on your bench, Tony. Like Sterling Shepard is on IR and sitting on your bench. Like why do you have these players? It's just like yeah, it's like he almost doesn't know that there's waivers. Like he has. Well, the I, what what I imagine is Tony probably looked at his lineup Sunday morning and he probably didn't see like an injury designation on Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> yeah, it is so, a little confusing. So because I mean because I mean there's no reason why like. Because, I mean, just because he started both Daryl Williams and Le'Veon Bell, you can kind of read between the lines that, like, he just... I mean, he literally just fl- Cause, uh, cause threw, threw in all of the players who were not uh, listed as being on IR or on right. I. Right, so that's it. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, let's talk about my game with Nick, just so we don't have to end on this game. Oh, uh, God. Because this, this was an ugly one. Uh, Nick won this one 59-52. Uh, there were many times when I thought that I had this game in the bag because Nick's team was being very bad. It just turned out that his team was being bad earlier than my team was being bad. <laughs> so it worked out for, for Nick. And he had, a, he had a big performance from Kittle late um, on Sunday night. So like like after Aaron Rodgers went for 3.8 points, I was like, this is it. Like Aaron Rodgers just had the worst fantasy week of his career. Like I'm going to win this game even if my team doesn't look like it's doing very well. Uh, it didn't work out that way. So let's talk about Nick's team. <laughs> Nick... <laughs> Uh, Nick asked me to put some respect on his name if he scored in triple digits this week. He he did not. So if you combined your score and his score, we're we're just barely in triple digits, like 111. So, um, so I'm not gonna put put any respect on on Nick's team after this performance. That's for sure. Can you can you mention your Monday night uh, dilemma? Yeah, which is pretty funny. My Monday night thing was so I was down in this game by. I think it was about eight points going into Monday night, and I had Zach Moss, the Bills' backup running back, and McCole Hardman, uh, the Chiefs' wide receiver. <laughs> Those two guys put up a combined one point. <laughs> it's just like not even close. It's like, come on, guys. Rip. I feel like I've had terrible luck this year with bad players. We were just talking about Tony starting Daryl Williams, which is obviously not a good thing to do in general, but it lucked out for Tony, right? Like, he got 10 points. I feel like yeah. that specific thing has not happened to me at all this year. <laughs> like, when every time I start a bad player, they play like they're bad, which is what you expect, but every once in a while, you hope that somebody busts out. Yeah. But, you know, even, like, a seven-point performance out of Hartman would have won me this game, uh, but couldn't get it. Yeah. So. I re- What really killed you this week was Cup. I mean, that's yeah, kind of so Cooper Cup first week of the team. Cooper, what, what, what? I mean, it was kind of like the the Rams as a whole. I mean, Goff and Woods wound up, I guess, with kind of respectable point totals. Like Woods was actually fine; he put up ten points. But yeah, just a number of guys. I had God, I had four guys score one point one or less. <laughs> that's not what you want. That's tough. I also would have just won this game if I had just stuck with Hayden Hurst as my starting tight end uh, instead of like trying to stream Eric Ebron. So. I was not a fan. There's of that. a moral in there somewhere. Yeah, you gotta gotta dance with the one that brung you. You know. Uh, I don't want to talk that much more about my team. That's fair. Um, next team. Uh, Who does Dallas play next week? Why'd you pick them up? Uh, they play uh, the football team. Oh, okay, fair. So it was more just a thing where like I knew that I wasn't gonna keep Malcolm Brown, and Dallas was. Uh, still on waivers right. as of Sunday night because they, they didn't play yeah. until Monday. So I was like, I might as well get ahead of this and if I don't find anyone else I want to stream on defense, it's a good move. I'll just keep him. Um, like so it. for Nick's team... Uh, also he, very bad. He gets the win, but obviously a concerning performance. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how long it takes Miles Sanders to get back 
because Sanders is out now, and Nick is extremely thin everywhere except tight end. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, he's going to be starting Michael P. Ryan at running back probably for a couple of weeks here. So Sanders uh, is not going to play this week. Yeah. And then Nick they, needs running help, running back help. Badly. And then they have one more game, and then they go on by. So it's possible he'll be without Sanders for three whole weeks. It'll here. probably be three weeks. It'll probably be three, I would guess. If, I'm, if I was betting on it, yeah. it's three weeks. Yeah. So that's not great if you literally only have two other running backs on your roster. He was ar- he's, already ruled out. he's already ruled out for, right, for Giants. Yeah, so, so it he's, doesn't look good. Yeah, he's out. It's, for, it's only Wednesday. They'll, they'll, <clears throat> excuse me, they'll hold him out through the bye. Yeah, I would imagine. Um, uh, yeah, I would definitely concerned about the depth on this roster. I see, I saw it this morning. He did get rid of Chris Herndon, one of his four tight ends. So he's only down to three. It was never clear why he was keeping Herndon in the first place. Yeah, I mean, this is why we said at the beginning of the year, like Nick, Nick's gotten a, Nick, Nick was puffing his chest out the last couple weeks about, you know, putting respect on the team and how it is when you had a roster composed, like how Nick's is when you have no bench, like one guy falls and just deck a card, like or house of cards. Right. And, and, and now uh, you're starting the Jets back up running. Right, and like <laughs> Miles Sanders, Miles Sanders being out for three weeks, that could just, I mean, Nick could easily end up losing these next three games. Mm-hmm. Uh, like fair, well, isn't the the Ravens are on by this week, right? So no, he's not going to have Hollywood Brown. Yeah, um, yeah. These next Nick's got to Nick's got to make a move here, um, but like, who does he have to trade? Right. Is yeah, it's just so thin that. Yeah, I don't know. I, like Austin Hooper might have some small amount of value, but like I can't imagine getting anyone worthwhile for Austin Hooper. You know? It would have been funny if you had lost because I bribed Nick to start <laughs> Higby over P Ryan. <laughs> Higby did score two more points than P Ryan, uh, but it was not the difference. So yeah. Uh, also, I want I want the record to show that Quinn owes me six dollars because Nick beat Evan. I like it. And and uh, he also owes me five dollars because I scored more points than him this week. Nice. So Quinn, I, if you can shoot a me that, <laughs> all right. If you can shoot me that uh, that eleven dollar Venmo, <laughs> that'd be clutch. I wonder. I wonder what me and Quinn's uh, cash flow balance is right now. Who yeah, you, you could find out if you wanted to. Uh, we're, pro- we're just kind of giving the same five dollar bill back to each other. That's what it seems like. Uh, this is eleven dollars. That well, like. actually ten. Well, it's one's for, one's for Nick. One's for Nick. All right, speaking of your team, Ben, let's move on to your game, our oh, final okay. one of the week. Oh, uh, you lost to Joe, much to your chagrin. Yeah. Uh, 87 for Joe, 76 for Ben. Uh, Joe has also been demanding respect, which uh, histor- historically he has not earned. But this year, this team is fine, I guess. Like, yeah, it's a solid team. I don't expect it to go much of anywhere, but, you know, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it was just one of those weeks where my team just didn't quite do enough. Yeah. I mean, I put up 77, and when you put up, well, I guess 76. We got a round down here, Ben. Don't give your guys too much credit. Um, yeah, I mean, Josh Allen, 15. Hopkins, 7. Chark, 4. Gibson, 5. I didn't realize that you would have won this game if you had started Tannehill instead of Allen. Yeah. Interestingly. Which is, which is like, you know, I don't, I'm not, I'm not kicking myself for that. Yeah, like, I mean, looking back, yeah. it's like. There was no, there's no special reason to pick Tannehill instead of Allen. Like they both had good matchups, yeah. so it's not like you know a terrible decision or anything. If I had somehow known that this Buffalo weather was going to be as bad as it was, yeah, it looked pretty nasty. Maybe I would have pivoted, but I probably wouldn't have. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of like my whole thing with picking who to start is like, who am I going to regret less if it blows up in my face? Like if I had started Tannehill 
and he puts up 16 and Josh Allen scores, you know, 25, like I'd be like, oh, I, why am I such an idiot? But I don't really, you know, I'm not. Ben, risk avoidant. I'm, yeah. I you got you to gotta start, you start your guys. James Robinson had a, he got his performance saved with a touchdown. Yeah. Even he, like, didn't have a very good game. Yeah, my team just kind of sucked, but, yeah, it happens sometimes. I don't know. Yeah. Pretty, Ingram, Ingram being out, uh, well, it sounds like he's going to be back after the bye, but I'm probably just going to bench him, so whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, I had Keenan Allen and Tower Lockett on bye this week, so yeah, that was tough. It's kind of tough to, um, yeah. Joe, ha- Joe, ha- Joe had a good game, uh, but Joe also seems to think that he's the only one who's dealt with like injury issues, and Chark is clearly not at 100% yet, and I, I had Mark Ingram leave in the first quarter with, uh, with like a sprained ankle or something. So I just want the record to show Joe that I believe it or not, injuries do happen to other teams. Also, it's pretty uh it's pretty wild. So, yeah, so yeah, I had a sh- I had a shitty week. Joe, Joe had a good week. Uh we'll go through Joe's team quick. Yeah, um, Joe's got wide receiver 1, Adam Thielen. Uh he also had the Thielen Kirk Cousins stack for one week and probably yeah, one oh week only cuz his other two quarterbacks were both on bye. Um but that was pretty funny, especially cuz uh that combo was doing very poorly until garbage time when they picked yeah. up like twenty points. You made you made a funny. I I liked your joke about how like garbage time bit me for once. I mean, this was yeah. so like Cousins was so bad. Like I yeah. think I think was he at negative four at halftime? I'm not sure or something like that. He I wasn't really paying much attention. It was <laughs> so it was so bad. Like he. he he was just looking terrible. Yeah, and and then of well, course, wound up having his best fantasy game of the year. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna yeah, and then and then like and well it was didn't just I think he had the Thielen touchdown in the fourth quarter. Well yeah, he didn't have any touchdowns. Um I think all three of his touchdowns were in the second half. Yeah. Um but he had one, I think it was like with like three minutes left in the game, he had a forty nine yard touchdown to Justin Jefferson. I just saw it on my phone yeah. and I was yeah. just like, You've gotta be kidding me and like it turns out that wasn't quite the difference. Like it what he's yeah. still even if that forty nine yard touchdown. But like I'm so triggered that Kirk Cousins finished this game with 23 points. Like, <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. Uh, well, similarly to Nick, Joe is also now in a situation where uh, one of his three running backs got injured and he'll now be forced to start a Jets running back, which, which <laughs> is not ideal. Um, so Joe is going to be starting Frank Gore now, I guess, every week. He yeah. Did, he started him this week. And to be fair to Frank Gore... Uh, you could do worse as like a filling guy who you know is going to score points. He will not put up zero. He has a four. He's going to put up like yeah. at least three and up to seven. Uh, which you know, you you could have worse in a fourteen team league. Uh, missing Raheem yeah. Mostert. Uh, for it sounds like a, another c- couple of weeks. So he's going on IR. He's going to get put like, on IR. Uh, and so their that's, buy three, is, that's three weeks. And their buy is in four weeks. So so week eleven is their buy. I wouldn't expect we'll see him back until week twelve because he's reaggravated the same injury that they have before. So yeah, week twelve for Mostert. That's tough. That, that that's definitely annoying, especially if, like if you're like Joe and you have very little running back depth. Joe, at the very least, does have wide receivers that he can deal from because he's got Adam Thielen, uh, Robbie Anderson, Deontay Johnson, and DK Metcalf. Like yeah. if, if you want to swing one of those for a running back, you know that's probably a good try. Um, you know, any one of those guys is going to give you a decent running back. So. Yeah, he's not going to trade Metcalf, and he's not going to. 
Well, maybe he'll I mean, trade unless he, he wants unless he wants to go big. You know, if he wants to go big and get like an actual running back, he can trade. I think he trades Thielen. Like he doesn't like the Vikings. Like you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like I think if you're not going to trade Thielen, Thielen is probably at the absolute peak of right. his value. Like right trade now. Thielen. Like you're gonna get you're gonna get a stud running back for him. Mm-hmm. Like you know you're, you're not gonna get like a Aaron Jones or a Zeke or something like that. But you're you're gonna you could get like a solid, mm-hmm. um, like not that. Not that Quinn or not sorry, not that Nick would trade him Todd Gurley, but he's kind of the like that kind of yeah, tier that, guy. That kind of yeah. Um. I like. I think. I think Joe because he's he doesn't want to start Cousins anyway. Like he'll. Well, Cousins, I would assume, is gone. I mean, he's got Breeze and Herbert. Herbert, yeah. So, yeah. No so, to so he's Cousins. gonna drop Cousins, trade Thielen, just purge the Vikings, and <laughs> get yourself a good running back. I think that's the move for Joe. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I was impressed with Gore. Like, the Jets didn't score any points, but he still had 70 yards. Yeah, like, that, that was kind of surprising. Pretty impressive. Uh, but yeah, Mostert, that's the big story for Joe's team is Mostert's going to get put on. It's not official yet, but he will get put on IR and be out for three weeks. So Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, but unlike Nick, like you're saying, Joe actually has the resources. Other guys to, to deal yeah. <laughs> if he wants to. And Robbie Anderson just keeps cooking. Oh, yeah. I love that guy so much. All aboard that train. This is actually one of his worst games of the season, and he still got seven, 77 yards. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they're looking, and that was against the Bears too. So, not nothing. Where to go, with Robbie? God, I love that guy so much. All right, uh, that is it for our matchups. Ben, do you want to make picks really quick? Sure. Do you have them ready? Uh, let me get to the thing. <laughs> so, uh, well, so me, I just want to say, me and Tim, we we have the prime time matchup this week. We're, oh yeah, we're both projected over a hundred. We're the only ones in the league projected over a hundred. It's gonna be a barn burner. It's gonna be a barn burner. Yeah. Um. I got I got Tim this week. I think all the pressure is on Tim. He's three and three. He's got to get above five hundred. Um, I think he's got the pressure this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't don't mess up with your flex decision, decisions, Tim. Um, yeah. Uh, what, do you, what do you got? Evan? I'm gonna pick your team because I think I believe in the Josh Allen bounce back against the Jets. Uh, anytime you got a quarterback against the Jets, I feel good about it. So I'm picking Ben. Great. Okay. Um, Henry or not? Sorry, not Henry. Evan Evan versus Andrew. Um, after that bullshit that Andrew pulled last week, um, <laughs> I'm I'm going with I'm going with Evan. That's a bold that's a bold take. Uh, I'm going to pick Andrew, uh, largely because well my team is bad, but also because uh, my team is heavily reliant on the Los Angeles Rams, who are playing the Chicago Bears this week. So I don't feel great about that. I've got three Rams players in my lineup, and they've all got to play the Bears. So I'm picking Andrew. Well, I mean, so Andrew Andrew has. Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson on by. Yeah, uh, theoretically so he, that could help. But, he, uh. he, ha- he has to start. He has to start with Tavius Murray, and he's probably going to leave Gordon in, even though he's probably going to get like suspended or something. He'll probably leave Gordon in anyway, just because like he has to. Um. <laughs> so salty. <laughs> All right, uh, Tom versus Henry is the next one I've got. Okay, you go first. I'm picking Henry, basically because Tom is talented two good players. Uh, <laughs> after the aforementioned Aaron Jones and Chris Carson, so I'm picking Henry. I think Henry's team is pretty good. Um, so. Team Henry. Yeah, um, I I'm gonna go with. <sighs> Sorry, Tom. I gotta go with Henry too. He's uh. I think I I want a big week. I want a big week from uh, from Mike Davis. I think he he had kind of a he had kind of a bad week last week. I'm looking for a I'm looking for a bounce back from Mike Davis. But yeah, Tom's team, like. I would pick Tom's team if he had better players. Um, <laughs> if it was better, I would pick. If him. he if he didn't have Agor and Boston Scott in his in his flex, um, well, I got wait Agor. Okay, maybe Agor's been okay. Agor's been okay. All right, I take it back. Yeah, Tom, Tom, figure it out. Um, 
So J, J, uh, J Nick is next? Yeah, J Nick. Um, I am going to pick J. So J uh, is missing a starting tight end this week, uh, Mark Andrews. But um, Nick is starting three tight ends. <laughs> plus Michael P. Ryan and Kendrick Bourne. And he's, he's doing the double tight end flex. Yeah, he's doing the double tight end yes. flex, which I'm excited about, but I don't think it'll lead to success. Uh, he's starting, like I mentioned, P. Ryan and Bourne. I, I don't think that's going to go well for Nick. I'm picking Team J. Uh, Nick, I'm sure you're going to say, oh, Evan's disrespecting my team, but you scored 59 last week, so this is what you get. Um, I think, I think Nick will win this week. I think Jay is going to find because Nick has cornered the market on tight ends. There's not <laughs> going to be a lot to pick from on the waiver wire. Um, I'm expecting that Jay will follow the, um, the Andrew model of just ignoring, uh, open spots in your lineup. <laughs> and, uh, I think Jay will look at his roster and be like, I cannot drop Cam Akers. I cannot drop Anthony Miller. I cannot drop Dearness Johnson. And we'll just, uh, oive himself into leaving the tight end spot open this week. Nice. So I'm going with, I'm going with Nick. <laughs> All right. All right, Connor Joe is my next one. Uh, I'm picking Joe. I was on the fence on this one, but I saw that Joe was starting Justin Herbert against the Jaguars. Uh, I'm a big Justin Herbert believer, uh, so I'm picking, I'm picking Joe on this one. I love Robbie Anderson so much. <laughs> um, I, as good a reason as any. To be um, I also want Joe to trade Thielen because I don't... I, this is a tough one. Also, this is a tough one. This is a pretty even match. Con- Connor has two tight ends on by. <laughs> right. So that's so that's <laughs> tough. Um, but again, Nick cornered that tight end market. Yeah. There, there are no tight ends available that are useful. Are exactly. Jack Doyle and Naheem Hines on by droppable? Yes. <laughs> even if they weren't on by. I, if this was Andrew's roster, I don't know if he would want to drop them. Though. So it's, can we start with that? <laughs> it sounds like you're picking Joe, so... I I will pick Joe pending a trade. If okay. Joe if Joe makes a trade for a running back, I'll pick Joe. If not, uh, Connor is favored in this game. Okay. So I I will I'll, even without even without the uh, the tight end. <laughs> hmm, interesting. Well, I guess because Joe needs to pick up a defense. Sure. But whatever. All right, uh, Quinn Ethan is the next one. Uh, I'm picking Quinn. Uh, Michael Thomas making his Quinn's team debut this week. Ooh. Uh, I think. Quinn's team that that definitely adds some firepower. Expect a bounce back from Mike Evans. He's got Tanyan back in there. Oh, does he? Okay. Yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, yeah. So I'm picking Quinn. Um. Man, this is a bit. I wish these teams were both undefeated. This yeah, yeah. Because this is a big game. I would have yeah. made this. I. And even as is, like one of these teams is going to be six and one and in first by a fairly substantial. That's argument, true. Right? That's so. that is cool. That this we will have after this week, we will have a clear leader for the first time this year. Yeah, so that's kind Some, of cool. Somebody alone in first for the first um, time. Yeah. So I Monday night football. I'm just I'm seeing those two Monday night Bears flexes for Ethan, and I just have this feeling that it's going to come down to Monday night, and I. I think Ethan's going to get it. Really? Because I, I, I think that Monday night game is going to be low scoring. We got Rams, Bears. I, I just think it's set up to be like 17 13 or something. I don't know. But you're picking Ethan. I just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I have this like premonition about mon- right. Monday night magic. All right. 
Uh, our final game is Ryan versus Tony. Barf. Uh, yeah, not a great matchup. Um, Ryan, Ryan did get the win last week, and I think he's going to get another win this week. Uh, he's only got one healthy running back, which is not good. But Tony is missing Lamar Jackson. Does Tony have any healthy running backs? Uh, <laughs> he does have pretty much. Uh, Tony is missing Lamar Jackson this week, which is obviously a huge part of his team. So I'm picking Ryan. Ryan. Duh. <laughs> That's all that needs to be said. All right. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't lose.